0: Amen. All right, back into Luke in chapter number two. Uh, And I'll be kind of taking uh, these scriptures to uh, kind of a different direction about the shepherds uh, and Mary both, and a result uh, that was, uh, that we want to get to a conclusion here at the end uh, that will help us in in our attempts to, as I mentioned earlier, to invite people tonight uh, for uh, the Christmas cantata. Remember, Christmas is a time of year, uh, and Easter is a time of year that uh, people are more inclined to go to church, and uh, and uh, there are going to be uh, people will go to programs, they'll go to uh, different plays and things that are being uh, put on. and uh, Let me let me put in a shameless plug and in uh, a pastor guilty plea thing uh, that uh, if you if you go to if you go to uh, Christmas concerts uh, and plays uh, and uh, everyone under the sun, but don't come back tonight. Um, you're stupid, uh, and uh, so uh, come back tonight. And uh, for uh, for the one that we're putting on, uh, and we put a lot of work. Uh, I'm actually in the choir now, and so uh, I've been practicing. And I think you should come. Uh, and uh, and uh, so uh, to appreciate uh, just my hard work uh, and the practicing that we did uh, for that. So please come. But we invite people because this is a time of the year where people will go. Uh, and uh, in and even people, by the way, that. Uh, that don't believe in Christmas. Uh, they don't believe, uh, perhaps, in, uh, in what you might believe Christmas is about. They'll have their own ideas and the whole commercial side of Christmas and, and all of that. Uh, but uh, it seems like people, as much as you have Black Fridays and people fighting over stuff and the whole commercial side, uh, I just feel like people are nicer uh, at Christmas time uh, more than usual. And, uh, and you can get away with uh, those conversations this time of the year, more so than you can at other times. I've been, I've been uh, all the time, I made a joke about not being able to look Salvation Army uh, bell ringers in the eyeballs. <laughs> uh, and uh, we just kind of like, if we, it's like when you're a kid, remember if you covered your eyes, you thought if you can't see them, nobody else can see you. Uh, and uh, I kind of feel that way, like if I don't look at them, uh, and if I don't look them in the eyes, they're not going to ask me to give anything. Uh, and uh, but I think they're on to that that tactic uh, because they just say stuff anyways. Uh, and uh, so when they say, hey, ha- they say Happy Holidays, uh, I'll say if you tell me Merry Christmas, I'll put something in the pot. Uh, and they'll go Merry Christmas to you, and I'm like, so I put some money in there. And uh, but but I've not gotten into this like, y- you know, PC. Uh, you know, no, it's not, and I don't believe in that. I mean, I've run into people that I, that I know uh, are not believers. You say, how do you know that? You do. Uh, and uh, they don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and, and, and uh, lost. And, uh, and they just, you can engage them uh, at, with, uh, with the gospel a lot easier because uh, people seem to be a lot nicer. And it has to do with all that wonderful Christmas music uh, being playing and, uh, and, uh, and all the, uh, all the you know, decorations and, and whatnot uh, that take place. And so please do invite someone tonight. Uh, maybe it could be somebody you meet uh, even at lunch today or, uh, or whatever. Invite them out. Uh, they'll get a clear gospel message uh, from the cantata. Uh, back in our text, and we're going to back up into verse number one, chapter number two, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife uh, being great with child. Now, uh, we'll stop there for just a moment. Last Wednesday, uh, we looked at from the book of Matthew, uh, the uh, the fact that Mary was with child, uh, and Joseph's desire to uh, to put her away privately, and we we discussed that in in detail uh, for a number of reasons. But you have to even here it says with his espoused child. Let's point out uh, that uh, they, that that they're espoused, that they're not married. Now, espousal uh, was a uh, legally binding marriage in that day and time. Uh, there were dowries that were paid, etc. They were legally married. So when Mary was with child, uh, she had been off uh, to uh, see her cousin Elizabeth uh, for several months. Uh, it, was, it was a, a scandal. Uh, it was something that uh, in that day and time uh, was punishable by death. Uh, and in the more lenient sentences for adultery at that time were to have limbs cut off, uh, in, in, in other types of terrible things, uh, but most of the time it resulted in uh, being taken out into a public area and all your friend, friends and family and onlookers pelted you with rocks until you died. And, uh, and so there's much to be said about the love that Joseph had for Mary, uh, that he didn't want to make her a public example, but to put her away privately. And of course, we know uh, the angel uh, came and spoke to him and, and, and gave him uh, the, the intel that he needed to know uh, that this was a good thing uh, and stayed with her and more than likely uh, struggled with a lot of, uh, of, uh, of rolled ice uh, and gossip uh, and all that would come with that taking place at that time. Today, people don't think about it. Uh, and, uh, and that's the culture that we live in, uh, and it's unfortunate. But God has a plan, uh, and He has a way. It's a man marries a woman. Uh, they have a physical relationship that results in a child that God gives. We get those things out of order uh, in our society today, uh, and nobody blinks an eye at it. Not then. It was... It was uh, it was something. It was, it was something that people would talk about uh, at great length. So he brings her with them to the city to be taxed as their custom was. And, and while we're there, in verse number six. Uh, The days were accomplished that she should be delivered. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them uh, in the end. And much is said about whether it's a manger or it was a barn, if it was this and that. And uh, we we have speculation galore about the events that were there. Uh, But the Lord, God went to and spoke to some shepherds and told them exactly what was going on. Uh, and uh, they were abiding in the fields, keeping their watch. Verse number eight, as we read a little bit earlier, and the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them, and the Bible says that they were sore afraid. This is uh, something new. Uh, it, was, uh, it was scary to them, uh, the, the, uh, all that was taking place. And my first point uh, for my message this morning uh, is I want you to notice the wondering uh, the wondering of not just these shepherds, but the Bible says of all of them that saw these things. Uh, and, of course, also uh, with Mary. Uh, there's just a, a, a wonder uh, of wonders of all the things that were taking place. Uh, let me I believe that most Christians have lost their sense of wonder when it comes to um, all, all that God has done for them. Think about it for just a second. or or How about this song? Uh, We sing it from time to time in our hymnal where it says, I stand amazed uh, at the presence of Jesus the Nazarene and wonder how he could love me, a sinner condemned unclean. So the whole preface of the song is being in amazement, standing amazed that God would save a sinner such as me, such as you. Uh, And and, and beyond that, all the blessings that God, uh, God gives us, we've lost that. Uh, it's, it's like we, it, like our Christianity has lost that new car smell. Uh, it's worn off. Uh, you remember when you first got saved? And by the way, when you first got saved, you responded to that the same way that these shepherds did uh, as what they saw, uh, and as we're going to get in here to the end. Uh, and, uh, but when you first got saved, you're excited. Uh, you wanted to tell people. I was telling everybody, uh, and, and, and people that didn't want to hear it. My mom, my dad, uh, and, uh, and everybody everybody's around me, I, I just, hey, I got saved. Like, what does that mean? Uh, and is that camp and this? And, uh, and I would explain it, and Jesus saved me, and he forgave me. And, and, and I was, uh, at that time when I got saved, kind of the ringleader, if you will, uh, of, a, of a bunch of kids. And by the way, uh, they were, a lot of them were professed Christian kids that went to church, that were up to no good. So just because, you, just because your kids are in church doesn't mean uh, they ought to be hanging around uh, with anybody that was like me uh, at that time. So you've got to watch out. Uh, and, and by the way, young people, uh, if, uh, if your parents uh, care enough about you to say, uh, you know, and they're informed. It's not like they just looked at someone and didn't like how they looked. Uh, but, uh, but they would say you've got to be careful. There's usually a reason for that. And so you ought to listen to them and you'll be thankful for it. You know, it's one of those things when you get older and you have your kids, kids of your own, you'll know. uh, It's one of those cliche things, but you will. Uh, And so uh, I was that kid that they shouldn't be hanging around with, but I got saved. And so I'm I'm telling Christian kids, I know that they go to church uh, about what had happened to me. And some of those kids were with me at camp. Uh, but there are others that weren't, and I would share that gospel with them. I was excited about it. I was, I was thankful uh, that Jesus saved me, and it was the best news that I'd ever received in my life, the greatest gift that I'd ever received uh, to that point. And so I wanted people to know uh, everything about that. Uh, I, I was amazed uh, that that provision had been made for me uh, from before, before the world was even made. Uh, God had me in his mind, and, and I was thankful. And just think about that, of how, you know, I saw a picture of our galaxy the other day. Uh, I don't know all the technical terms uh, of, uh, of what I was seeing, but it had a little dot on it. It said, you are here. All right? And it wasn't just like on Earth. It was the galaxy. And you can even see the planets on the, uh, on the picture. But it's space point, it says, you are here. Uh, and in that moment, I had a sense of just how small I am. Uh, but God thought uh, well enough of me and loved me even though I was a sinner and at enmity with Him uh, that He shed His blood to provide for my salvation, a gift. Uh, And that still amazes me. Uh, And because of that amazement and that wonder, uh, and and it goes beyond that. I wonder and marvel. I marvel in sheep. We find out later on, like uh, if you look in chapter number uh, 2, verse number 33, uh, after they uh, were at the temple bringing Jesus there for His circumcision, and Simeon, uh, you know, who was waiting for him, comes in there uh, and uh, was waiting for the Lord's Christ. In saying all this stuff, they just mar- they marveled at what Simeon and Anna said. And, uh, and later on in the chapter, uh, in chapter number two, it says, uh, verse number forty-eight. And when uh, they saw him uh, about Jesus as he was teaching, and the uh, as a twelve-year-old, as and all the stuff that he was saying, they they were saw him and were amazed. Wonder, um, I think about. God in His in His creation and what He's made the galaxies like I uh, I mentioned a moment ago in our universe and uh, and and from from uh, the big stuff down to the very little things we take it for granted and we've lost uh, our sense of wonder. But look what they saw that day. Uh, they saw the glory of the Lord in verse number nine shown around about them. Then uh, the angel showed up and says, "Fear not," uh, because they were afraid. He said, "Don't be afraid." Uh, and, and that probably didn't cut it. They were probably still afraid. He says, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Uh, and, and so here's an, an angel. There's the glory of the Lord. Stuff has taken place. There's an angel shows up. Don't be afraid. Makes this proclamation, this announcement uh, that this day uh, in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, is born. Uh, and he says, and, you shall, and this shall be a sign you'll find him. Uh, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. So uh, when they did go and uh, and over to Bethlehem, I believe they were some distance away at this time. When uh, when this was revealed to them, uh, that uh, they just go into town and uh, and uh, there's there's the uh, uh, mother and a babe lying in a manger, and they knew exactly what they were looking for uh, because the sign was given to them and and God told them uh, and uh, where to look. And suddenly, there was an angel. Verse thirteen: a multitude of the heavenly host praising God. So now, uh, it's, uh, it's it's angels are singing. There's an angel there, and you can just hear in uh, in in Dolby surround uh, stereo uh, quality uh, the angels in heaven singing. That was something. Uh, that was that was the best Christmas program ever. <laughs> uh, that uh, and so uh, they 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 witnessed that, and they're saying glory to God. And uh, in the highest and peace and uh, uh, earth peace goodwill toward men. Then I know, want you to notice what happened next in verse thirteen, or excuse me, verse fifteen. It came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one uh, one to another, "Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us." Uh, they immediately responded uh, to what they were told was going to take place. Now. Uh, with this thought, I uh, just want to uh, kind of challenge you uh, with with this. There are a lot of times where uh, you can just you can enjoy uh, the message uh, of the messenger. Uh, you can enjoy the uh, the angel choir singing, uh, and you can walk away from that and say, "Man, that was great." But you don't respond. You don't do what God has told you to do with the message. God told them to go. Uh, but there are some people that God would tell them to go. And God, Maybe God's told you to go. Uh, go do this or uh, and, uh, to obey in some manner and, and you've, you've not obeyed them. If we as Christians could just realize and make the commitment, and maybe you could do that today. So whatever God tells me to do, I'm going to do it in that moment. It's like immediate obedience. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't linger. Uh, there was some distance. They had responsibilities. And, and, and I don't believe, I think they always... Uh, the picture in scripture is that they would leave their sheep with an under shepherd, someone to watch, but they left their flocks, the Bible says, uh, and they made their way to Bethlehem to find Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying uh, which was told them concerning the child. So we know that, uh, that God had spoken to uh, Mary and Joseph through an angel, uh, that they understood through uh, the interaction that they had, uh, she had with Elizabeth. Remember the baby leapt in, uh, in her and, uh, and she was talking about Uh, about Mary and the accolades of who she was and who she was with child uh, with. And, and, and so they go and they say, Hey, uh, you know, we were over on whatever, such and such a hill, just watching our sheep uh, and the glory of the Lord uh, showed up. And then an angel came and said all this stuff about your son. Uh, And, uh, and so we left our flocks and we came over here. There's, there's, it was crazy. Angels were singing. And they repeat what they had seen uh, and heard uh, about uh, concerning uh, the child. And all they that heard it wondered uh, at those things which were told them by the shepherd. They wondered at it. They were were amazed by it. And I just wish uh, that we uh, would have that same amazement to this story. But not only uh, this story, because this story means a whole lot more to us uh, than it even did to them. If you think about it, uh, because we this is the beginning of uh, the Gospel of Christ and his life. and uh, and uh, and there's all all that we know and understand because we have this this book that uh, that Mary, as she rehearsed this to, Luke, perhaps in my own mind, she remembered these things because she kept them. There was a wondering that was there, but there was also, number two, a pondering. There was a wondering, but there was also a pondering. The word uh, "pondering" is is uh, curious to me, as I mentioned at the beginning. Uh, thinking, musing, uh, but it just has this sense of meditating on something complex until uh, it, 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 you know you make sense of it. It is a, it is, it is thinking, remembering, examining, comparing, and so she was. Pondering on these things, what were the things that she was pondering? Well, I think she was probably pondering Gabriel's visit to her and Joseph. Both both instances where uh, where God had revealed uh, Himself to them through angels to uh, to announce what was going to take place and uh, and uh, and said and you'll and you'll call His name. Emmanuel and God with us. Uh, and they knew uh, from, uh, from uh, this interaction what they were supposed to even name uh, their son. I think she was probably thinking about when she went uh, to visit Elizabeth and, uh, and that whole interaction that was taking place and, uh, and uh, that we read about uh, in uh, the book of Luke. Uh, I, I think she was uh, probably pondering the whole, you know, virgin birth thing. Uh, and uh, the fact that uh, she's there ready uh, to, uh, to, uh, to give uh, birth, uh, and then the birth takes place, and now all of a sudden you've got shepherds uh, showing up. The events of the birth, where they were, uh, and, uh, and even the, the context of scriptures that confirmed what the angels said and what was taking place in their life that day, uh, those were probably some things to ponder. Uh, how about the angels or uh, the shepherds or the wise men? Uh, that uh, that that came, and of course uh, we mentioned Simeon and anna there was a there was a pondering and a thinking about all these things uh, and in bring them up the supernatural nature of Jesus, the potential uh, of her son uh, and uh, where the Bible says that the throne of his father David uh, yet was uh, born to poor people uh, who were who were uh, uprooted from their home uh, in in a place where Uh, where uh, was probably dirty uh, and not the best of conditions. Uh, Her responsiveness to God, she probably thought about that when she said, uh, you know, be it uh, unto me according to thy word, we we see uh, see her her responsiveness, the uh, the attention that uh, heaven gave her son, uh, as we read about in our text, or we see about uh, in uh, in Matthew chapter number two, uh, where uh, the they said, "Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we saw his star uh, in the east and are come to worship him." Uh, the outstanding wisdom of Jesus that we uh, we glanced at at the latter part of the chapter, she was just pondering. She is thinking about those things. But not only that, but the Bible says she kept these things. Mary kept all these things and pondered them. Uh, she kept them. She preserved the knowledge and the memory. She treasured them uh, in, uh, in her mind and uh, in, in her heart. The Bible says that she kept these things. Thinking about it, we should wonder more. We should be more amazed at what God's done. And by the way, uh, salvation, a miracle of God, uh, but that's not where God stopped in the miracles in your life. If you've seen miracle after miracle uh, in your life and it, 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 you got to look at it and go, man, God is so good. He is so good to me. I don't deserve it. And then you just notice everything for this, the small little things uh, and, uh, the, you know, the taste <laughs> of, of a food or I mean, we we enjoy uh, lots of variety of foods this time of the year. Uh, we had our prime timers uh, meal the other day in Christmas party, and uh, and uh, we had some ham and we had some turkey and, uh, and all the fixins and things. we were doing that, uh, and we just didn't, we just didn't enjoy it. If you're on uh, if if you're on some kind of diet, you take a break <laughs> uh, when it comes to this time of the year. Why? Because you just want to enjoy simple things, the simple things in life. Uh, just uh just to be able to breathe last night i i had a, a, a i don 't know what the deal was some pain uh and uh, and I was having a hard time breathing was up for a little bit uh, and uh, you don't you don 't take breathing for granted till you can 't breathe right. right and then you 're just wishing you forgot uh you know but have you ever just like you know, just taking a breath. God, thank you for, you know, another day, another breath. And, uh, and uh, but then to take in, I, I like going to places and, and just uh, taking in a, and all the what you smell in uh, the memories and things that, that come back in those moments. God is so good with the faculties that he gives us and our eyes and ears and uh, our mouth and uh, how we can enjoy things we can smell uh, and, uh, and it can just conjure up memories. I, I, I just I put my hat on the other day. I wear ball caps all the time. That's why I'm bald. There and uh, and uh, and so, but when I put it on, it just I, it reminds me of my dad. Uh, it just I, I smell like my dad minus the beer uh, and uh, and things. But uh, but uh, but I you know I, I just just by my hat and I can just it just floods back just a bunch of memories from that wonder, but then to ponder to keep them to think about them. You know, if you think about and ponder about the goodness of God and what he's done and saving you and what he's done ever since, and you think about that today uh, and you think about that tomorrow, and you always keep them on your heart and you, and you keep them, you treasure those thoughts, you think about them, you ponder them. We don't like to think anymore. Uh, we want to be amused. Amuse means not, ah, uh, not to think. Amuse, think. Amusement, not to think. We, we go out of our way not to think. So what I want you to do is to not do that uh, and to just think on these things and to ponder them. So she, you know, people who ponder... These things are yielded uh, as, as Mary was. Uh, uh, they gain humility. The Bible says, For he that regardeth the lowest state of his handmaid, for behold, from henceforth all generations call me blessed. Uh, and uh, you gain understanding. Uh, you acquire excellence uh, from God. Uh, you're cleansed. Uh, the Bible says, My spirit have rejoiced in God my Savior. As you think about all that God has done, uh, there are so many benefits to just stopping and thinking and pondering. So there was a wondering there was a pondering, and then I needed another word that ended in during, and so I said there was a thundering. Now, what, what does that mean? It says in verse number 20, And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Uh, these shepherds who were mining their flocks and all the stuff that took place, they go to Bethlehem and see. It's confirmed what the angels said to them and what they had heard. They went, they saw it with their own eyes. They experienced uh, their Savior and, and confirmed that the truth was the truth. Uh, and uh, and then they they returned to where they went went and they told everybody about it. These were, if you will, the first evangelists of the gospel age, uh, as they uh, experienced, saw, uh, and then they went and told. And, and I really want to challenge you with that thought today because we're running up on, of course, the cantata tonight. Uh, we have our children's program. Uh, and, uh, and uh, we, you know, I'm going to uh, try to, this, this upcoming, this is what we're going to do this, this Sunday. Uh, excuse me, yeah, next Sunday with, uh, with the children's program. When we have the kids in here, uh, and this is, this is going to be news to, to everybody who even works with our children. So some of them don't know that because they're in the back right now. But I'm going to ask them uh, that when we're done, that the kids don't all just dismiss and go to the back. I want them to stay right in here. Stay right in here. with uh, Go sit with their mom and dad because hopefully, uh, especially with our bus children, they've invited moms and dads and, and stuff. But when they disappear to go to the back, sometimes people just trickle out. Uh, and then they disappear. Keep them all in here. Uh, and, uh, and we'll finish up uh, the service with them. And by the way, uh, uh, I don't want to get bogged down on that, but that's worship, family worship. Uh, and uh, there would be nothing wrong with every time you came to church, all those kids were in here with you, sitting with you, uh, and you worship God together. Uh, and, uh, there's, that's in the Bible. We don't find, uh, the, you know, the other things that we do oftentimes, whether it's, uh, age segregated Sunday school classes or super church and the different stuff. We do that. And we enjoy that. It gives us a chance. Uh, but, uh, but if I just said, if one day I just say, you know what, we're just, we're doing away, uh, uh, with, uh, with Sunday school and we're going to have everybody in the auditorium, uh, uh, there wouldn't be anything wrong with that from the Bible. All right, but we're going to keep them, uh, you know, uh, in here this next week, uh, and uh, and uh, so that we can uh, we can um, spend some time with them uh, and uh, and uh, talk about our Savior. I want them to see what God has done for them. Not just act it out for a play, but uh, hopefully our children know the Lord. So, uh, so there's a pondering, but then there's a thundering. We go and we tell. So we invite people to come so we can tell them about the Lord. We experience salvations. Uh, he, he, he could have let the rocks cry out, the Bible says, but he doesn't. There are angels, of course, proclaiming his coming, but uh, God has charged us with the proclamation of the gospel uh, as we take it to the world. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. So here's, here's the formula. If you are amazed at what God has done for you in saving you and, and beyond that blessing you, beyond anything you deserve, uh, if, you got, if you have one person that loves you, uh, you're blessed beyond measure. Uh, and, uh, and many of you have multiple people that love you and care for you uh, and that you love and care for uh, and, and blessings that you have no idea. Uh, you know, uh, many of you are here today with, with clothes on, uh, amen, uh, but, uh, but the clothes that you're, uh, better phrase, clothes uh, that you're wearing uh, uh, is um, is worth more than, than people in other places make in six months' time or a year's time, uh, and we don't even think, we're blessed, and I think we should wonder at that. Uh, and uh, I, I talk, shared this story one time about being at, at a restaurant and overhearing some people talking about uh, crazy things and, and uh, about uh, reparations and other type of stuff. And I told them there's two, uh, two black gentlemen, they were talking about all this. I said, I said to them, I said, You've ever been to Africa? And they're like, No. I said, I just got back from Kenya. And I said, People there make like $2 a day. And uh, I said, "You guys have no idea what you're talking about." In fact, I told them, "I said, there's, I said, there's white missionary kids that I just left in Kenya that are more that are more African than you are.'" Uh, and uh, they didn't like that, uh, but uh, but it was the truth. We're blessed. Uh, and uh, and we do. We have people that from Kenya and from the Congo and uh, in other places around the world, where uh, where they're coming here uh, to to, uh, to to flee some of that stuff and to and to live a prosperous life. And we just take it for granted every single day. God is so good. When you have that sense of wonder and what he has done, and then you ponder and think on them, and then you keep them, and you just file them away, and you just bring them back. Uh, In fact, uh, Jeremiah said, these bring I to remembrance, therefore have I hope. So I just think about it, and I ponder, and I keep it. Why? Because I want to be able to communicate that to people. Here's how good God has been to me. Uh, You think about the Christmas story as an example, and I'm almost done. The Christmas story, right, it's, it's, when it comes Christmas time, preachers preach about Christmas. They preach about the Christmas story. And you have read in your Bible reading and heard, if you've been saved, every year, uh, Matthew and, and Luke uh, and the Christmas story, Christmas story, Christmas story. But, but let me ask you this. Could you tell somebody the Christmas story with detail? Like, just, you know, if somebody, if somebody just came up to you out of the blue uh, while you're sitting, you know, pondering <laughs> uh, at Starbucks, and they, and they said, uh, tell me the Christmas story, would you have an anxiety attack? Because it's like, oh, great, a Christmas story, uh, and, uh, and we're going to go through it all in the kids and we think it's old hat. Um, that is a sure sign that you've lost the wonder uh, of, uh, of all that God has done for you. So think about it. I was just, just right, right now, just randomly pick somebody and say, tell me the Christmas story, would you be able to do it with accuracy? Uh, and and uh, um, I hope so, but I bet you I could find people in this room who have heard the Christmas story for decades uh, and have not pondered them and kept them enough to be able to communicate them uh, to somebody to invite them to a Christmas program. And so if that's you, I'm not having you raise your hand, uh, but if that's you, uh, just think on them, read the story uh, and read it again and read it again uh, and, and look for the details that are in there and see the blessings and all this stuff. I mean, Mary, uh, she pondered and then they thundered out uh, the gospel message at that time. Uh, they, they were telling people about uh, Jesus uh, and, uh, and, of course, shows up at the temple and et cetera, and so a wondering, a pondering, and a thundering. Um, think about Christmas. Think about the blessings beyond him being born and what he's done in your life. And then decide to share that information uh, with somebody that you come across. Uh, and, and, and not just, you know, um, vague, vaguely so, but in detail. If somebody asks you, tell me about Christmas. And, uh, and by the way, there's a part of that context in our, uh, our uh, cantata this year. Uh, and so even still, even through that message uh, that you would receive tonight, that you will receive tonight because you're going to be here, Amen. you will receive it. Uh, is this another, another way to, that, that when, you know, um, we, we need that entire story, such a blessing. So have you lost your sense of wonder? Has the that new car smell of your Christianity worn off? not as excited about as you were before, fix that today. Um, David said it this way, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. So you just pray, God, restore the joy of my salvation. Help me thankful in, 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 uh, in, and then, uh, then begin to process and to think and to ponder all the good things and you keep them in your heart. God is so good to me. Uh, and then you know what? I got to tell somebody. It's like that song we sang this morning for the choir. Go tell it. Go tell it. Um, in, in, in what a tremendous challenge uh, to us spiritually uh, to go and tell. Um, greatest, the greatest gift that you can present to anyone this Christmas is the gift of salvation. And so leave this place today uh, with, with the absolute intent uh, to do that. Let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed.